Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday night, 8 till 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, please reach out. You can find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD wherever you get your podcasts or at almostfamousradio.com. And tonight, we're on the tiny stage. We have a full band in house tonight. Little Fuss, how you guys doing? Woo! Good. Doing Thank good. Thank you for having us. My pleasure. Welcome to the show. So for those who might not be familiar with you guys, we've played you guys quite a bit in the past. Who is Little Fuss? Who wants to talk about that? I'm Olive. Hello. <laughs> I'm Delia. I'm Cody. I'm Vitor. We're a four-piece, sort of like alt-pop band based in Boston, and we have a good amount of music out if you're interested in listening. And what else about us? EP that came out last week? Yes, we had an EP called Lovely Distraction that just came out. There's four songs on it. We're going to play three of those today, so yeah. Share with us the website, the socials, where can you use if you found, all that good stuff. Yeah, so you can find it. We're streaming on every platform. You can find us on socials at Little Fuss Band. Fantastic. So let's go back in time uh, just a few months. Memorial Day weekend. You guys played a, a little show in Boston. <laughs> Real tiny one. Yeah. <laughs> you might have heard about it. <laughs> what was that experience like? Dude. It was wild. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it was by far a big, like by a factor of 10, like our biggest show we've ever played. So yeah, it was really fun. We spent, you know, months and months and months preparing for it. And afterwards, we're kind of like, what do we do now? (laughs) But yeah, it was a really good time. Yeah, the audience was super, super nice and receptive to what we were doing up there and it was awesome because we got to meet some people after and then we've been playing a couple shows the past few days and there have been people who've driven out you know up to an hour or so um who were at boston calling to see us at some more recent gigs so that's super lovely of those people if they ever hear this thank you it was nice to see you so let's go back in time even further and talk about how did you guys all meet how did you guys all come together Well, Cody and I met first. We were both doing a study abroad program our first year of college, and we kind of just clicked on the music we were listening to and became like best friends really fast and started making music together. And then we moved to Boston a little while after that and met Vitor and Delia and started releasing some stuff and playing some more live shows after covid not that it's after covid but you know when things started opening up again and that's sort of how we all met very cool what prompted the uh, the move to boston uh, uh i mean yeah school in <laughs> yeah berkeley it was, it was kind of time i mean even though we were doing classes online when we moved back it was just kind of time to start getting established in in a city i i think yeah. especially boston like we kind of always viewed that as like all right once we're there we can kind of start like rolling out the band and yeah, you know playing we're live also, shows. Yeah, like Cody and I are from Ohio, so 
there's a really nice and welcoming mu- music scene there, but definitely there's a lot more opportunity coming to the East Coast and being in Boston and also in close proximity to so many other cities. So mm-hmm. cool. Well, glad you guys are here. <laughs> well, let's play some music. What are we listening to first? So this first one, we're going to start with a song called Hypothetical Girl, which is the first single out on our EP. Before you play it, too, tell us who's playing what, because we get the, the full band in there. It's kind of hard to see over everything. Yeah, yeah. So we got Vitor on drums hey. back here, and uh, I'm on guitar, and Delia is on bass, and Olive is on guitar and vocals. Fantastic. The song, again, is... Hypothetical girl. All right, let's hear it. We have Little Fuss live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WHD. Whenever you guys are ready, it's all yours.
Little Fuss live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Hypothetical Girl, talk about that song. How did that song happen? Who wants to uh, who wants to give us the details? I guess I had sort of had the chords of the chorus since high school and just the idea of, I'll be a hypothetical girl. But I didn't really know what that meant or anything and then later on we were kind of writing and I had that thought again and I thought oh wait well that should be like sarcastic because girls are real complex people not hypothetical girls and that sort of turned into this idea of the manic pixie dream girl and putting women on pedestals and this sort of sarcastic takedown of that way of thinking because it's not healthy and I don't know. <laughs> People should definitely treat women as fully complex humans. I agree. Well, let's talk about your individual musical background, speaking of which. I know you and uh, Cody both came from Ohio, but how did you both get involved in music? And, and I'll ask uh, Delia and Vito the same thing. Yeah, so I first started playing music because my brother got really into, you know, guitar. And I wanted to play guitar as well, but, you know, just with how it worked out, the dynamic, I kind of gravitated towards bass and him to guitar. And uh, we really didn't have any other musicians to play with. And so I just began like layering on my laptop and, and recording and producing. So it was always just kind of, you know, from a like production and like arrangement standpoint. And then when Lil Fuss started, I kind of took up guitar and tried to play it live for the first time but he played bass for exactly two shows, two shows. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i've every like previous band that i've played in, I've, I've played bass and you know that's what i go to school for but yeah olive how about you i guess i've always liked writing and i wrote just silly songs as a kid all the time so i can't really remember a time that i wasn't secretly writing songs but i thought i was the worst singer in the world i still think that sometimes (laughs) but i mostly just did ballet when i was younger i didn't really do music and then i started in middle school getting really into my own personal music taste and stuff and you know getting into bowie and the beatles and everything more and i decided to get a guitar just because i really had this weird feeling that i wanted one and um, as soon as I got one, I just started writing songs, and the rest is sort of just history. Got more into playing local cafes and stuff. That was my first jobs in high school, was just playing at restaurants in my area, and now I'm here. <laughs> Julia, you're up next. Okay, so I started like a lot of people did. Uh, I started playing in school in band and orchestra, and I had also just picked up guitar. I was getting more into music. My dad is also a musician, so we had instruments around the house, but I had just started a new grade in middle school, and I was at this lunch table, and I was trying to make friends, (laughs) because I didn't really know anyone, and they were like, let's start a band, and I was like, oh, I play some guitar, but they're like, no, we already have a guitar player. You can play bass, and I lied and said that I knew how to play bass. I did not know how to play bass. <laughs> That's um, awesome. And I went to the music store with like my few dollars I had, and I was like, "Give me the cheapest bass you have." And I never stopped playing. It's kind of a funny <laughs> thing. <laughs> Fantastic. Last but not least, we have the drummer. Oh uh, yeah, um, <laughs> dude! I started playing guitar like I got one for my seventh birthday because I really wanted one. And then I was playing for a long time. Then I was when I was a teenager, 
um, I started a band with a buddy of mine, but he was like much better of a guitar player than I was. And we couldn't find musicians for the band. So I was like, I was listening to a lot of music and I was getting more and more into like drums and stuff. And I was like, dude, this is the perfect excuse. Like I'm going to play drums in this band. So we did that. And then I played with like a billion other bands and somehow I found myself in Boston and yeah, I'm still playing drums. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Sounding amazing in there. All you let's do more music. What are we listening to next? So this next one is going to be the next single off of our EP that just came out. And it's called What's the Matter to You? Let's hear it. We have Little Fuss live on the tiny stage. 95.9 WATD.
love that track so much. That's one of the first songs I heard from you guys. Little Fuss, it's called What's It Matter to You on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Who wants to talk about that song? How did that song happen? So that one was one of the first ones that Liv and I worked on together when we first met. Actually, that one and the next track that we're, we're about to play. But, you know, Liv came in with the chords and, and the top line and everything, and we were at a point where we were just kind of trying to find our musical middle ground, so we kind of gravitated towards this more like 60s rock and roll style for that one. And uh, we never did anything with it. Like, we sat on it for like three years, and then when we were working on this EP, it just kind of came back up as we had been playing it live for many years and uh, we're like, why not, you know, record it and, you know, finally release it. So when did things actually click once you moved from Ohio to the Boston area? You connected with Vitor and Delia. When did things click and did you realize that this was the band that was going to move you guys forward? I feel like even before that, when Cody and I met, I think we've just always sort of had this goal in mind of making music together and making it something that we both feel fulfilled by the creative part of it and that hopefully one day we're able to make that our career and as you know the band's grown and Dealey and Vitor have popped on board that goal has just become more of a likelihood that might actually be possible and I feel like we're all able to share in each other's goals a little more now which is awesome so yeah I feel like every day though it gets a little more clear what it is that we're going for and what it is that we're already getting out of it. So I know you guys have a show coming up next month that's going to be at uh, the Sinclair in Cambridge. What can people expect? What do you give your audience? I feel like our live show has gone through many evolutions since we first started, even since Delia joined the band a year ago. I feel like we've gone through a lot of changes. You know, I think we've really settled on our our sound, and I think you can hear it on, you know, the EP that we just put out in the album, the upcoming album that we'll be recording. It's like, it's a mixture between our 90s and 60s influences. You know, like, you can hear like a little bit of grunge, a little bit of pop influence as well. It's a little bit of a combination of what we all like to listen to fantastic this show's gonna be sick dude yeah so so give us us the details on that what's the date and uh, where can people go to get more information so it's gonna be on september 8th and uh you can head to littlefussband.com and you know you can buy your tickets there it'll be cool we are up against our first break of the tiny stage hour we have a ton of music to share more to talk about as well with little fuss here on 95.9 watd so stick around And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, tonight being joined in studio by Little Fuss. How are you guys doing? Doing great. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Let's do another round of introductions. Who is here? Hi, I'm Olive. I sing and play guitar. I'm Delia. I play bass. I'm Cody, and I also play guitar. I'm Vitor, and I can be found behind the drums. Sounds good. And uh, an EP that (laughs) came out last week. (laughs) Talk about that. 
Yeah, it's called Lovely Distraction. There are four songs, and it's some of the older songs that we wrote quite a while ago, but they've been some of our favorites to play live for quite some time, but just didn't fit on the concept of our first full-length album. So we thought now would be a perfect time to record and release them. And where's the best place to find that? Anywhere you stream your music. Sounds good. And share with us the website, the socials, all that stuff. Where can you be found? You can find us on littlefussbands.com or at littlefussband on any social media. Your Instagrams, your Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. I guess it's X now. We can only, yeah. <laughs> only think yeah. of one social media. No, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, I think it's just a little fuss. Oh, TikTok. We have TikTok, too. Oh, we got a TikTok, dude. I no, forgot about that. We had a TikTok. <laughs> Me, too. And you have a show coming up next month. Talk about that. The Sinclair. Yeah, so um, we're going to be playing on September 8th, and we're playing with some rad bands, Air Traffic Controller and Sweetie. You can buy tickets, link in our bio and all of our social media, or littlefussband.com. Very excited. Sounds great. Well, let's give them a preview of what they're going to hear. What are we listening to next? So this next one is... The is title Lovely track. Yeah. yeah, the title track off of the EP, Lovely Distraction. Let's hear it. Little Fuss live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
abstract for many keys. We have little fuss with the full band live on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. I always love if we can get a full band in studio here. So talk about that song. How did that happen? That's the title track to the EP that came out last week. That one's pretty self-explanatory. It's kind of just like a fun, beachy, dancey, kind of 60s vibe of a song that Cody and I wrote when we first met. And yeah, I don't know. That I just one hope was that... actually the first one that we yeah, started it working was. on. Um, like a week after we met and it came together super quickly, like pretty much all of the parts were, you know, mm -hmm. all of the guitar parts and, and everything came together and then Liv had a fantastic top line to it. Yeah. I was just 18 and way not embarrassed enough of my emotions and very like, Oh my God, butterflies <laughs> in your stomach. Like this is, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it's relatable. That's the thing. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> So back in January, you guys released an album, and uh, you, you just released an EP as well. But let's go back to January and talk about that. What, what, what's out there for music and talk about that first album that came out? Oh, yeah. It's called Girls at Parties. It's basically sort of a loose concept. Just the name is kind of what it is. It's a bunch of songs about girls at parties. I kind of wrote the lyrics with sort of one girl in mind at different parties, like sort of throughout time. So we are kind of living in a single world ever since Spotify kind of came into play here. Very few albums have been released. It seems to be more of, you know, the, the, the algorithm, you know, finding your, your, your place in that and getting the most spins. Why an album? Why, why did you guys put out an album back then? Why the EP now? I mean, if we were just trying to like build up as much hype as possible, like we would be doing singles and like probably spending a sizable more amount of our time on like social media and like TikTok and stuff. But Olivia is just such a good writer that it just makes sense, you know, because I feel like that's just how you write. Going back to like Girls of Parties, that album kind of has a coherent theme and it's kind of one of those albums that you listen to from beginning to end. And I think that's something also that's been lost since streaming came into play. Well, I think it's kind of funny about that is that I think they're, it's sort of a misconception with people that are more on the business side of the music industry that that's what people want just because that's what does well on streaming. But when you talk to people in person, especially young people, they still love albums. And I think they actually prefer albums and young people really, especially after COVID, prefer experiences in person with each other that feel more real and not so online and distant and I think albums play a huge part in that and we actually are having vinyls made of girls at parties which should be on their way to us pretty soon so if you look out for that on our social media and our website you can order one of those if you're interested when it is ready and comes out that sounds great give us the website the socials and all that stuff again if people want to find you guys 
Yeah, so you can find us at Little Fuss Bands everywhere. on everywhere. Yeah, all, all social media or littlefussband.com. Or go to a show. Or go to a show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Come say us. hi. <laughs> well, let's do more music. What are we listening to next? This song is an unreleased song called Chamomile, but it yeah. should be out hopefully in the next couple months. Yeah, I love this Maybe. Song. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> is that a tease? <laughs> It's a tease of something that's not planned out enough yet to tease in a formal way. We just like playing it. But it's there. It's it's, it's almost there. ready. Yeah. Well, let's hear it. We have a little fuss live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. All right. I'm sorry. I was like, why aren't we starting? And then I was like, I started this
an unreleased song, Chamomile. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? Um, okay, everyone's looking at me again. <laughs> um, <laughs> that song is kind of just the depths. I think all the ones that are going to be coming up here in the hopefully near rather than distant future are a bit more, I don't know, me indulging in my imagination and a bit hard to explain because of that just because I don't know it's sort of like these images you get in your mind and you're trying to capture in words but it's not necessarily like a through story but there's definitely a ghost involved in this song and to me it just is about kind of the feeling of being a little bit of a self-isolationist and feeling alone in your community sometimes and seeking out company in writing and Even the writing for me a lot of the time of people who are no longer alive has been something that I've always felt like was a close friendship for me. So the song is kind of about that feeling of relating more to people who aren't even necessarily in your actual personal life as much as stories that you read or something. That's amazing. Wow, that's 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 incredible. I want to talk about songwriting, and I, I got a funny feeling people are going to be looking more at, uh, at Olivia during this one, too. But talk about how songwriting works within the band. How do you guys compose? It varies for every song, which I think is good and healthy that we don't necessarily stick to a formula. But since I'm the singer, I do a lot of the writing of the you know lyrics and melodies. But Cody does a lot of the writing in terms of the instrumentals and production. And will help a lot with lyrics and top line and stuff too and more and more the more songs we write now that Delia and Vitor like we all have this practice space together they've been writing a lot too adding on to stuff that we're bringing in and ideas and we're all working together more and more as we go so it's really fun when is a song finished when is it ready to be shared live recorded performed Oh, that totally I, depends I, on the person. Yeah. I feel like as I'm someone. One of us like doesn't cringe when we. Listen <laughs> to I'm someone who likes them to be done quickly. Like I like to write a song and like not really think about it that much anymore and just play it. And I feel like Cody, you're more of a perfectionist, where you'll work on it for months and months and months until you're like satisfied with every yeah. detail. I do feel like you're just continuously like. Adding oh, yeah. things to yeah. the song, like even when, yeah. like after they've been released, like live. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. I think it, sure. it's ready to be played live before it's ready, ready to, you for know, sure. like packaged, signed, sealed, delivered, you know? Yeah. A couple of years ago, I, I forget if it was a blogger or a podcast, but somebody mentioned that the chorus is dead. And in your music, a lot of your songs really rely heavily on strong hooks and strong choruses. How important is that in your songwriting? I don't know. I mean, I feel like every... Maybe I'm not noticing trends, but I feel like songs usually still have choruses. And yeah, I don't know. It sort of just happens naturally, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think we... Oftentimes we look for a song to like... You know, it, it's pretty obvious if it doesn't structurally like hit all the right strong points or if you know there's a a section that's too repetitive or you know like you get to the end and you don't feel like you've been on a journey Mm -hmm. and I don't know I I, we all grew up loving strong choruses so yeah for sure I feel like that's almost the one thing like you need for us I feel like we always write based off of a hook not necessarily a chorus or whatever but I feel like songs need a hook for it to be and I don't know, for me, fun enough to 
indulge in the idea of writing it and going through this whole process with it. But yeah, I guess that can take on different forms. Like I've tried before for us to have songs without choruses, but usually we just end up coming up with one anyways. You mentioned earlier you started writing silly songs. Any of those songs ever make it into the uh, Little Fuss set list? Oh no, that was like really silly. Like when I was like five, like no way those are making it into. (laughs) I will absolutely push for us to record coconut floating down the oh, river oh yeah when i point. that was when i was like three years old <laughs> i think i figured that's like a verse refra- or i don't know what kind of song that is but it's just like it's very abstract and it's like basically like different fruits every verse that are just like floating, floating down. down the river and that was my idea really like coconuts crossing the river the coconuts cro- and it has improper grammar too it goes like they're going further they're going further and that's how it the end and the grapes are crossing <laughs> anyways when i was three that was the first song i ever wrote and cody knows it which is embarrassing and i just sang it on the radio which is even more embarrassing hey, you know. <laughs> how about writing for individual projects other than the band do you guys have separate solo projects oh no. um i don't have a solo project <laughs> yeah, but i'm in a another band too called mariposa oh very cool give them a plug what can rock. they be found um we can be found at mariposa.jp where jamaica playing band um <laughs> on instagram and mariposa on Spotify, wherever you stream music. We're working on an EP right now that Cody is also actually helping us out with. Yeah. Excellent. They're check awesome. them out. Looking they forward to it. Awesome. <laughs> we have two more songs left, so what are we doing next? So this one is going to be the title track off of our previous release that came out at the beginning of the year called Girls at Parties. Little Fuss live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours. Just fine. Oh, no. 
Little Fuss live in studio 95.9 WATD on the tiny stage, playing the title track to the album that came out in January. Talk about the song. We talked about the album. Talk about how the song happened. (laughs) That one was a lot of fun to write. That one basically just involved Liv and I sitting down at a computer, feeling as if we knew what the the album needed. Like we, Liv kind of had an idea of a more like, you know, talky, like story song to tie all the other tracks together. And as we got writing it, it became more of this like trip hoppy kind of, kind of rhythm. <laughs> Again, we started writing a, a proper chorus to it and it just kind of <laughs> came together, you know, in, in one sitting. The album that came out in January, that's available, too, on all streaming platforms. You mentioned there's going to be uh, vinyl copies of that coming out as well. So that's yeah, right. really cool. Yeah. Share yeah. the website, the socials again, so people can find you guys. Yeah, so you can find us uh, on littlefussband.com or at littlefussband on Everywhere. Every social media. Very cool. And a show coming up. Not Reddit. (laughs) Not Reddit. Not MySpace either. (laughs) We're working on it. And you know what? We're going to avoid threads for as long as we can. Really? I think we should have a Reddit page. It'd be fun. Wait, a Reddit or a threads page? Both. Both. (laughs) We'll talk about it. Reddit puts the weird like numbers on your Instagram. Is that the new? Yeah, I don't like it. It looks (laughs) ugly. (laughs) (laughs) wait what's the new twitter is that the new twitter Uh, no that's the the that's instagram's response to the new twitter that's like that's instagram's twitter Uh, and twitter is x yeah yeah, but twitter is now x yeah yeah threads is instagram twitter is now x yeah Yeah. i didn't know that why doesn't anyone tell me anything i guess because i'm not on twitter I feel like we're all like not big on social media. Yeah, yeah. no. Wait, did Elon Musk make it X? Is uh, that what's happening? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. What? He said bye bye to the bird. Bye bye But it's literally called Twitter. I mean, not anymore. Not anymore. No, it's a, that's not right. They, they changed the uh, the 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 app icon too on the phones, which is weird. What? I don't like that. Me neither. I'm not even a Twitter user, and I feel... I mean, if there's one one letter you don't want to use on the internet, it's probably X, just to... Yeah. Well, also, that's just too general. Like, I don't know. <laughs> there's not we enough have... letters for you to just make one letter your company name, I feel it like. Could, that's it, not fair. We have some ideas. Hit us up, Elon. Yeah, it could There's be only 26. It could be why because why not, or why because why. Because why would you do that? <laughs> it's Twitter. Uh, whatever. Well, we have time for one more song. We're going to take a very quick break and come back with one more song from Little Fuss. More to chat about as well. Right here at 95.9 WATD, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Stick around. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the almost famous tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from here on the South Shore into Boston, across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. Follow me tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. Find the podcast at almostfamousradio.com or simply search Almost Famous WATD wherever you get your podcasts. Tonight being joined in studio by the band Little Fuss. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Sounding amazing tonight. Thank you so much for making this work. One last time, introduce who's here. Hi, I'm Olive. I'm Delia. I'm Cody. I'm Vitor. 
and share with us the website, the socials. Where can you be found? Give us all the places. Hey, Cody. Find, find us at Little Fuss Band. Guys, I got this. I got you, got it. It. you got it, dude. <laughs> at Little Fuss Band or littlefussband.com. You can find our tour dates and all of our links. And You can just, request a show if you we're not playing You can request a area. show. We yeah. have a button that you can click. That, <laughs> yeah. And if you come to one of our shows, definitely come say hi. We like meeting everyone after. Yeah, for dude. sure. And you're promoting a new album, which came out just the other day. New EP. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Called Lovely Distraction. And, you know, it's four of our favorite songs to play live. So we hope you're enjoying it. Fantastic. Yeah. This is a question I asked you guys also at Boston Calling. I'm going to throw it out to you again, though. But women being recognized and supported for having more complex roles in the music community, whether that's producing, engineering, managing bands, running publishing firms, how have, and this is you know mostly for, uh, for Olive and Fidelia, but how have you found your voice in this community? It's been super welcoming. There's always, I feel like that's the thing, though. Any woman you talk to has a million little stories of like, microaggressions or whatever um which stinks but overall this community has been super welcoming which is awesome yeah i mean just sticking with it i've been able to kind of push through those kind of Mm -hmm. microaggressions i mean like obviously at a school like berkeley or any kind of music institution there are going to be those people who maybe don't like what you're doing or don't believe in you but you just have to not quit and continue to find your people and yeah so making our community safe and welcoming for everyone and and any of you can jump in on this question what's being done right right now and in your opinion what still needs to be worked on i think just kind of like the guitar bro culture to me at least has really been bothering me recently this is like not like a super like like deep answer or whatever but no uh, it's true it's annoying going to like a guitar store like I went to one the other day to like sell one of my bases and I got like super low balled because they thought I didn't know what I was talking oh, about. Yeah. Like there are a lot of good people who, who, you know, run like local shops and everything. But there is that kind of like you walk in there and it's all about like trying to test you of how much gear, you know, and yeah, just know, like, are you are you buying that for your brother, your dad? Like, yeah, that's <laughs> like, yeah that's just in no. just in general, it's like. All humans have the same brain, so <laughs> just when in doubt, don't think that it's different for some reason because we all have the same kind of brain, and that's all yeah. it comes down to, people. <laughs> I think also something that basically every upstart musician can can attest to is the fact that, you know, like low streaming income like basically like no money being paid to artists from spotify or anything just immediately puts like local bands and indie artists in a tough spot where they do have to bow down to people such as record labels and you know other powerful people in the music industry and that's something i think would definitely make the playing field a little more level agreed completely (laughs) We have time for one more song. What are we closing out the night with? Um, This song is called She's a Liar. It's the song we always sort of choose to end our shows with lately. So we thought we'd finish out with it today. Guys, thank you again for making this work. Oh, thank you uh, so much for having us. My pleasure. Best of luck. So fun. Yeah. Best of luck with the new EP. Best of luck with the show next month at the Sinclair. And uh, one final time, give us the website to find you guys. Littlefussband.com. You can buy tickets and, you know, keep up to date. Fantastic. 
One last time on the tiny stage, Little Fuss, guys, get home safely. We'll talk to you soon. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. 95.9 WATD.